Hi, my name is DJ Trischler, and this is Process Out Loud, the podcast. It's a space where I reflect on everything that I've learned from teaching and studying during the previous week. Most of the content will refer to my experiences in the Masters of Design program, the MDES, through the School of Design at the University of Cincinnati's College of Design, Architecture, Art, and Planning, otherwise known as DAP. While there's a lot to cover in one week, I try to keep the episodes brief at about 10 minutes each. I hope you enjoy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of Process Out Loud. I guess I'll keep doing these as long as I feel like it on Monday mornings. Um, This is the final week of school. Technically, last week was, but it's exam week this week, and I have two more days of work. Today is my final presentation of design strategy, and then I've got a few meetings with students in type one, and then tomorrow is the final critique of typography one um, with undergrads. And so it's uh, it's like the semester that, that's gone too quickly but never ends. Um, there's always one more thing um, to grade or to do. And uh, so I'm looking forward to a little bit of a break here in December. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, though. I've found a lot of enjoyment just this past weekend when I've had less work to do, going on really long walks and listening to audiobooks. Um, I've done about 30 miles in the last three days, and I've been listening to some really great books about education One is called Educated. It's about this woman who grew up in rural Idaho and didn't go to school. Um, She didn't go to school through high school, but she's managed to make it to Cambridge and has a PhD. And I get the sense that the book is a kind of a a view on, um, I I guess what's remarkable about this woman is how much she's able to learn without our education system. And um, just by like reading the Book of Mormon and than writing essays on her own volition, on her own um, motivation. And it's interesting because I see in my students, they just, not all of them, but a lot of them um, are looking for somebody to tell them what to do. And I don't know that a lot of them are exactly self-starters. Um, and so it, it, that's, a, that's a problem, I think, of the uh, education system in America is that a lot of students are just kind of um, going through like a consumer form of education, and um, we're not turning them into producers. Um, that's not, they, again, I'm not seeing that in all my students, or it's not like a rampant problem at, at UC, but I do think that, um, I'm, I, I, yeah, I don't see the same kind of uh, eagerness to just learn at any cost um, like this this woman has in, in her story. And then the other book I'm reading is called um, The Vanishing American Adult, I think. Um, and it's by a guy named Ben Sass, who is critiquing the education system as well, and how um, we've pretty much created a, a long-term adolescence where students don't graduate high school prepared for the real world, and um, and then college doesn't do a great job either preparing them for reality either, and and so we have a lot of people living at home with their parents and blah blah blah. It's again, it, there's a bit of a critique there. Um, it's a societal problem, not as much as an individual problem, I would say. And so that's not a critique of any of you that are listening, that are listen, living in your parents' apartment or parents' basement apartment or whatever. Um, it's a societal failing. And um, and so, yeah, I find that interesting. And, and the reason why I'm listening to all these things is because I, I want to be an educator, ultimately. And I imagine my thesis work, my research work will have something to do with 
like uh, you know the the science of education pedagogy and and how to teach well and and I want to be a better teacher too and so these types of books are helpful anyways my point there is that I'm looking for things to do over winter break and walking my neighborhood and um, listening to audiobooks is a great way to pass some time um, a few other things that have been really interesting to look at and and hear and watch um, the Letterman episode with Dave Chappelle on Netflix is gold I mean it is uh, there's several times I wanted to cry in it and um, just felt kind of like an emotional pull or like something in my body was was responding um, I mean this is filmed post George Floyd in the middle of a pandemic and those two dudes just get real and um, I highly recommend everybody take a look at that episode um, and then watch watch some of Chappelle's stand up on um, on Netflix as well I think we've got a prophet there who um, I know some of you out there might not like his language or some of the things he says but I think he's speaking truth um, to our context and it's it's worth listening to and and reflecting upon and it's entertaining too another thing that's been fun is that I think his name's Ted Joya or Ted Goya he put out his list of um, top 100 and then um, 100 other albums you should listen to so 200 total albums of 2020 and so there's really some fun stuff he, I haven't listened to it yet but he has one on there it's like a mashup of medieval um, Portuguese bagpipes which just sounds so fascinating um, but I've, I've kind of started making lists on my Apple Music of all the things from there I want to listen to over the next couple weeks but that's a uh, a lot of what I've been thinking about over the last week, as far as classes go, Welcome to Design is done. Um, I'm really proud of the 15 lectures that I've completed and working with Hunter and Akshat was a dream and just those guys are, are so helpful and um, really proud of the work that we did together. Some awesome students too. Um, we, uh, we tried out a, a lot of different things and I can't wait to teach that class again. Um, in design issues, I presented my, I didn't talk about this last week, so I don't even think I knew it was going to happen, but I made a, with my friend Brayton Deal at Iron House Studios, we made a, a van life vlog um, connected to my project on um, automobile housing and living, and uh, it was so much fun. I'll put a link that you can go watch, but it all came together. It felt like a, a form of a thesis, a small thesis, mini thesis through video and through portfolio presentation. I got to do a little bit of writing as well. And I'm so damn proud of, of that thing. Um, so take a look at it, please. Uh, type is moving along. We're just doing a lot of one-on-ones. That's something I wish I would have um, pushed a little bit more in the past instead of waiting until now. Um, one-on-ones with students. It's just, I think it's helpful to like teaching's tough. You don't want to be an art director, but in some ways, like if you're apprenticing under an artist or a craftsman or a woman, um, you're going to watch how they work. And I think you miss that a little bit in academics um, because we're just kind of like spewing information at people and they don't get to see how we work. And they get to, uh, th that was just such a gift to me wor working with them, specifically Chris Glass. Um, to just see how he practices design. And that really was transformative in, in how I practice design. And now I'm teaching students in ways that he's taught me. Of course, I've, I've learned so much theory and good things from my professors as well. But I think that theory and practice is a really important um, 
combination. And so these one-on-ones have been great because I can sit there and, and share my screen and design things and do things in front of students and they can see how I use InDesign or Figma. Um, they can see how I use key commands and, and different techniques that I use as I design. Um, and I think it opens them up to like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Uh, I, wow, that's great. And that, that's exactly how I felt with Chris as well when he was sharing with me um, the ways he works. So I, I, yeah, teaching is not our direction, but it, it, it is a little bit, you know, it is a little bit of um, not, not telling students what to do, but showing them, showing them how I would make decisions in design. And so I want to do that more as I, as I continue on this journey of, of education, wherever that leads me. And then a few other things that I'll, I'll talk about here, just ending um, design strategy. I am working on a project with Diego and Lucy, and I'm just having so much fun with those two. It, this, this project has taken me places I, I didn't expect it, it to take us. And um, in fact, just this Friday, I got to go and spend some time, uh, a whole day in fact, walking around downtown Cincinnati with a group of people in a state of homelessness. And that was all because of this project that we're trying to increase proximity between people who are not experiencing homelessness and those who are. And I myself haven't really created a lot of proximity between me and those who are, are in that state. And so my buddy at the Gospel Mission, he uh, he invited me and I, I walked our city with eight or nine folks, um, men and women, and white and black, um, young and old. And it was so fun. It was fun is probably not the right word. It was eye-opening and illuminating and in enjoyable. I enjoyed meeting some folks. I, I got to hear some great stories. And I tell you what, it is so strange walking through a place that um, organizations are pouring so much freaking money into and walking through those places with people who are um, stuck in the cycle of poverty. And it's not a cycle that they can get out of themselves, but it's a cycle that we as society need to help. And yet we spend so much damn money on big signs for our restaurants and bars and breweries and really nice garages for our cars that are like literally somebody could live in, in the garages in OTR. And those garages probably cost as much as my house. And so this isn't me being like self-righteous or maybe it is a little bit, but I, I, I felt really frustrated walking with my buddies um, like Kurt and um, just seeing like the ridiculousness that is um, over the Rhine. And I know that like the city's trying to attract people, but it, you know, if there's a cycle of poverty, I think there's a cycle of, I don't know if you want to call it wealth or a cycle of decadence and decadence in the sense that like you're stuck in poverty because let's say you have a felony against you, you made a mistake, and that mistake just comes back and like haunts you and you can't get jobs. And then let's say you get into an accident and you end up on pharma, uh, prescription drugs and then those go away and then you're stuck and you can't get a job and the only way you could work is maybe selling or something, but you still like care about food and, and sleeping and clothing and other, you know your family and your friends. Um, but it's a cycle that you get stuck in and I think we get stuck in a cycle of like decadent aesthetics um, where like because somebody else has this thing, we want this thing. I don't mean just like the Joneses, but like, oh, how do I unpack this? But like 
somebody has a cool selfie thing in their their bathroom at a restaurant and somebody else does that and somebody has a really cool sign on their restaurant and somebody else does that and we just get stuck in this thing where we like have to perpetuate this look and this feel and we don't even know it. it like we don't even know it i mean i think folks in poverty don't know it either but um i don't know i feel like there's a realness to to like hitting that bottom whereas we're just like we don't even realize we're just numb to the fact that we're in a cycle of decadence that's like really harmful, I think, um, to, to society. And so, yeah, there's a lot of imbalance and that's, that's really frustrating. I'll get off my soapbox. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all, all the stuff I think I wanted to talk about today. Um, this may or may not be my last episode of the year. I think I'll probably pause until um, next semester and, and pick up this season then um, with a little bit of a hiatus. But yeah, if you have any ideas of what to do on winter break, again, I think I'm just going to walk my neighborhood and walk downtown more with my friend and friends and read and listen to a lot of audiobooks um, related to education and maybe just for fun too. Um, and watch much more uh, Dave Chappelle and listen to the whole list of Ted Goya's or Joya's um, top, two, top 100 uh, songs and albums. So with that, I, I, I hope you have a nice day and enjoy your December. Enjoy the cold weather. Get outside. Enjoy this season. It is a season and um, it will end. So, all right. Bye. Much love.